What's up, friends? Before we hop into the show, gotta tell you about our friends over at Solace Meds. And if you need something to take the pain of today off, check out our friends over at Solace Meds. And they have so many deals for you in the month of October. They've got Dixie Gummies 25% off, 25% off Solace Bars, Solace Sticks, Mile High Extractions, and Summit, including 1906 Drops are also 25% off. And here's the real kicker. As Ryan says, you get to parlay that by adding those deals on top of 20% off if you use the code DNVR20 over at checkout. You'll get 20% off plus all of those other 25% off deals. If you check out one of their four convenient Colorado locations in Westminster, one off Broadway, one in Wheat Ridge, and one just blocks away from us on East Colfax, or of course, solacemeds.com. Use that code DNVR and you'll get 20% off plus a free Solace bar. They're delicious or a king cone on top of that. So you get a trifecta by smashing that code DNVR. DNVR20 over at solacemeds.com. All right, Ryan, let's hop into the show. Number one for the one and only DNVR. Two girls out to Zach Mays, RK at the bar. Three for Mr. B in that old trophy case. Number four still waiting for, well, bring on the chase. Out on the field. Couple with brick, brew and a friend bleed orange and blue to the bitter end. Come and join us, DDNVR. We are DNVR. Welcome in to the DNVR Broncos Losers Lounge. Boo. Yeah, boo. Honk. Honk, yeah. <laughs> uh, boo. The boo birds were Every, out. Oh, they were. Um, I had the distinct pleasure of spending my hard-earned cash on a ticket to the game today. Wait, fans um, were saying boo? I thought they were saying boon. Boon, Mike Boone, yeah. yes. The, oh. the man runs a great jet motion. <laughs> yes, he does. And he also fakes it about two yards after passing the quarterback. Yes. It's incredible how they're coached on that team. Uh, coaching, that ah. is going to be quite the theme today. Yeah, I was at the game. Um, first time I've been in the stands since Monday Night Football against the Bengals 2015. Well, I'm happy you chose this game. Yeah, I'm happy I chose this game, too. I think it's the last game all season <laughs> that the fans are going to care about. Um, uh. What an utter embarrassment. I think yeah. it's fair to say that that was an embarrassment. Oh. Um, before I embarrass myself, I must remind you that we're presented by MSU Denver Online. msudenver.edu slash online is where you can scope out all they have to offer, 750 online classes, 45-plus online and hybrid programs. The absolute best, best place to go if you're looking to get an online education. Check out our friends over at MSU Denver. Um, as the headline says, Vic Fangio and his staff today got outcoached by a coachless team. It's unacceptable. It's embarrassing. It's frustrating. You know, 70,000 strong plus just scratching their heads, rolling their eyes, and a whole lot more than that, making their voices heard. And and I think that today, Vic Fangio especially is indefensible. The wheels fell off, Ryan. The Broncos were outcoached. They were outplayed on offense, defense, special teams, and it came down to every single person. I mean, we're talking about who in the world do we give king of the game to? And there was no one that was flawless on this game. And Ryan, after the game, Justin Simmons, I can't imagine it was intentional. 
but he was wearing a t-shirt with a teddy bear laying on its side with his head chopped off. And I thought, wow, is that fitting for this game? Because it feels like the Broncos season was just, the, the head was just taken off, ripped off, and destroyed. Now, they're only 3-3 three and three if you want to take a step back. They're only a game back of the division, but it's just crazy how far this team has fallen. Because, Ryan, if it was the Broncos started 2-1, and one, lost two games, and then won this game, and you're sitting at 3-3, three and three, you're like, okay, little bit of momentum. You're only a game back of the division right now in a tight division. But no, it is the opposite of that. You've lost three straight. You just got embarrassed at home by the Las Vegas Raiders who didn't have a coach six days ago. Their special teams coach is, th- is throwing uh, you know, snaps to their punter before the game. That's his job, Ryan. And he just came in here and outcoached you as a head coach, outcoached you as a special team guy, and then had his offensive coordinator outcoach this defensive guru in Vic Fangio and then had his defensive coordinator, who uh, has been up and down this year, just shut down your offense. Yeah, and, and to make it worse... On the day that the winningest coach in Denver Broncos history is elected into the ring of fame, the Broncos put on a a coaching, whatever the opposite of a clinic is. Um, They got pushed around, uh, and I wish I could sit here and say, hey, it's three and three. You know, Zach, they're undefeated when Mercury isn't in retrograde. And starting tomorrow, Mercury's out of retrograde. (laughs) Is that true? That is true. What is Mercury in retrograde? Do I need to go back to second grade? Um, You are the science guy on this pod. I'm kind of the math guy. I think this is more like like astrology, fake science. Okay. Um, But, yeah, uh, I I don't necessarily know what it means. Hey, in college, I called astrology astrology science. You know, that got me my science credits. Oh, good, good. Yeah. yeah, it's basically like bad things happen when Mercury's in retrograde. So. And so good things happen starting tomorrow. Starting tomorrow. Good. I wish I could sit here and say I had a lot of hope <laughs> that uh, starting tomorrow this Broncos team was going to get it back on track, and I wish I could say they're right in the thick of things. But this team is unmotivated. Yeah. Um, they are not well coached. They're getting out-schemed by no one. Um there's a bunch of money being paid to guys who certainly aren't earning it. And I, I don't have anything that I can point to and say, yeah, but this, Mm -hmm. this is the reason why moving forward, they're going to get, they're going to get better or they're going to improve. I'm seeing a team that is, is thinking what we're, is thinking what we're all thinking. Which is here they go again, yep. and I think we're all right. Yep. Here we go again. Yep. Beep beep beep. That's the season going in reverse and about to fall off the cliff backwards. And Ryan, on top of all of that, uh, it seems like they're quitting. Just and and now it didn't even take until the fourth quarter for this to happen. It happened at the start of the third quarter after the Broncos punt to start the third quarter. Raiders get the ball, drive down, get a touchdown. That's bad, right? 24-7 game is starting to pull away, but the game's not over at that point. Shouldn't be over. But they got an 18-yard touchdown run on that drive, untouched. They had two untouched touchdowns on the game. The Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders did. And uh, someone in the press box said, they quit on that run. And I said, "You're, you're right. And it's 11 minutes left in the third quarter. And so the offense is not doing their job. The defense also, though, 
is not doing their job either. And that's the most disappointing thing to me is that this team and they're, they're quitting on the coaches. The coaches aren't preparing them. But then the Broncos and the players themselves are just making themselves look foolish out there. Yeah, and I would say there were several plays out there today where dudes just got beasted. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. name brand players yep. out there getting embarrassed. Yep. $10 million um, players. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, like, Ronald Darby, he's out there for the first time. He's right there. It's not like he got smoked. He ran stride for stride with Henry Ruggs down the field and then just, like, whiffs the ball. Yep. yep. Did it twice. Yes. Yeah. Completely whiffs the ball, and Henry Ruggs catches it. Uh, and I'll get to the challenge flag here in a second. Um, <laughs> and then uh, earlier in the game, Justin Simmons – that I had such a great view uh, of the game from the South stands. You already got the all twenty-two. Yes, I totally did. That ball leaves Derek Carr's hands, and I just said, "Pick." Yep, should have been. And I'm, I couldn't believe that yep. Justin Simmons, Justin Simmons, yep. didn't get over there and make that yep. play. Yep. Um, late in the game, Broncos need a stop. They break, they send a big blitz at Derek Carr, just flips it off his back foot to Brian Edwards, yep. who one hand. Mosses Bryce Callahan while probably pushing off with the other one, but embarrassing because he falls to the ground as Brian Edwards running the other way. Yep. I mean, one after another after another, they're just saying, our guys are better than your guys. Yep. The highest paid secondary in the NFL. And that's the most disappointing yes. thing to me, Ryan, is this secondary because it's not just you have the highest paid corners, you have the highest paid safeties, you have the highest paid secondary, but you have Von Miller. You have good complimentary pieces to Von Miller, even with Bradley Chubb on the bench. And then to top it all off, you have Vic Fangio, this defensive guru. And Make exactly, sure you use air I mean, it, it, really, it really is now. And, and, and that's a big shame because we know as a head coach, Ryan, he has fallen behind. And it's been very evident these past couple of years that he's still learning to become a good head coach. But at least he should have had the defensive guru in his pocket, right? To say, look, hang on to me. I'm going to be able to get this thing right as a head coach. It's my first time. You knew that when hiring me. So stick with these growing pains. But the defense is going to be elite. There's been no elite defense outside of going up against rookie quarterbacks. Yes. And when you have talent on your defense, you should be able to crush rookie quarterbacks. And that's what the Broncos have done. They haven't done anything outside of that. And you should also be able to crush the ghost of Ben Roethlisberger. And you should at the very least be able to contain. I mean, we are asking you to contain Derek Carr. How are we even talking about that right now? Contain, Contain Derek Carr when John Gruden is their play caller. He's their offense, and he's out six days before. And so you have a new signal caller. You have so much drama going on, and you still get absolutely destroyed. And, Ryan, this isn't the first time that Derek Carr uh, has broke out of the containment from the Broncos. This is, the, this is not the first time that he has destroyed Vic Fangio's defense. He has, uh, I believe, a 300-yard game a couple games ago, 390-yard game last year, and then this year, 341 yards and it's the opposite of how Teddy Bridgewater got his yards because Teddy somehow ends up with 334 yards. You said that right before we started the show. That almost blew my mind open. Yeah. Like, what in the world? Three touchdowns, three picks. It was all about the threes for Teddy today. But Derek Carr did it by not playing from behind. No garbage oh, time 21 stuff for passes? Him. No garbage stuff. 27 passes. Unreal. 341 yards. Ryan, they had, I believe, seven plays of 25 or more yards. I believe they ran, uh, let me get, they ran 50 plays. And I think 11 plays went for like 350 yards. 
insane. I mean, this is a, this is a bend don't break defense, right? And this, this is a defense that snapped in half today. And this also wasn't um, necessarily the Raiders out scheming the Broncos, where you know I'll give Vic Fangio a little bit of a break on this one. This is literally Derek Carr saying, "I like my guys better than your guys." Yep. And he should be so wrong about that. Mm-hmm. And he was so right about that. Yep. And he didn't even beat the, the only guy that you would look to and say, okay, your guy's better, is uh, is Darren Waller. And Darren Waller didn't had two big catches. Oh, and they, they certainly didn't even need him. They, they had, he had two big catches, actually only one big catch at the end of the first half. You had Henry Ruggs go off on you. You have Edwards go off on you. You had Kenyon Drake running the most beautiful wheel route he's ever seen, as Chris Harris Jr. would probably say. Hunter Renfro, Terry. I mean, you, you just go down. Fullbacks catching passes on the Broncos. Yeah, it's uh. It was it was embarrassing. Straight up just our guys are better than your guys, punch you in the mouth and embarrass you. And to top it all off, Vic Fangio to me drove the stake right into his own drove the nail right into his own coffin. He's out there throwing challenge flags based on what? Based on desperation. Exactly. And, and that's what he said after that. He didn't use the the D word, but that's what he said. That's embarrassing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You have people whose job is to watch the replays and give you advice. Yep. And I can, you can feel it. Because yep. in, the, in the stands, you're saying, well, uh, of course, all the fans are yelling, challenge it, challenge it. Yeah. And you, you can sit there saying, oh, they really need this. Yep. You know? And then you see the, the replay. Literally, before the flag even came out, I saw the replays that he was out. Don't challenge it. Don't challenge that. Don't challenge and, it. And then I just see Vic throw it, and I'm like, oh, well, that, you're just hoping. Mm-hmm. Literally, you're challenging yep. on hope. Yep, you are, and especially that second one. I mean, what the are we one, doing, it, bud? The ball never even got close to the ground. No, I, both of them were so obvious, Ryan. And that's like that's bad. That's a bad coach. He it's, shouldn't. He shouldn't have that flag anymore. Give it to someone else. Yeah, and on top of that, Ryan, before and you were there, you probably saw this as well. As the offense was walking off the field with the field goal team on the 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 field to kick the field goal before Vic threw the flag there were probably seven offensive players on the field still like five yards from the sideline just on the field Noah Fant was pouting he's throwing his hands up pointing at the scoreboard telling him to challenge and if the Broncos didn't throw the challenge flag they would have been flagged for for uh, too many men on the field so that is just undisciplined from a player standpoint from a coach's standpoint containing the players and that from a coach's standpoint of having the right systems in place of knowing when to challenge and not. So, I mean, just an all-around failure. Right, and it goes back to a little bit of a different thing, but it goes back to us talking about, uh, you know, Vic Fangio not having a guy whose job is to tell him yeah. when, to, uh, you know, when to call a timeout, yep. when to go for two. He's not into that sort of thing. Uh, what do you call it? Like a game management coordinator, yep. as a lot of coaches around the league have. He doesn't Help have that. Help yourself out, bud. So, like, who, like, who are you accepting advice from? Because I can't imagine someone who had a look at that replay, either one of those, said, Vic, I think you should challenge this. And you know what? The last one, fine, whatever. The game's over. Desperation, but, whatever. But the first one, what in the world? I don't know. Because even when you're down three scores, so that was the score that put them up 31-10, right? Yep. Even then, you're able to make it 31-17. So you're down two scores. Yep. And then you had the ball with a chance to make it a one-score game. So... I, I get the idea of uh, whatever, just hope. I don't, I guess. Yeah. But even football has a way of evening itself out late in the game 
when teams are trying to protect their lead. The Broncos, if Teddy Bridgewater doesn't fumble on that scramble, Broncos have a great chance to go make that a one-score game with, what, six minutes left, five minutes left? I don't remember exactly what the clock looked like. You would have really liked to have those two timeouts that you just lost on hope. So to me, that's the type of stuff that a coach has to think. The fans in the stands should be yelling, challenge it, challenge it, challenge it. The coach is the one who has to say, eh, it's not worth it because what if we do need that that timeout later in the game? Yeah, and Rich Bersacci got his challenge right, right? You don't even know his name. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's like the Rich Biscotti, you know, the little cookies oh, that you Oh, those eat. are rich. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah, those are rich. And he's rich right now, right? 1-0. Oh. He, uh, he just made the Broncos coaches look silly because he challenged and he was right. One for one. This just shows a total breakdown uh, in this entire team, Ryan. And that is, uh, it's extremely disappointing from where we were just a couple of weeks ago with the Broncos being 3-0. and And the Broncos after the game said, we got 96 hours until kickoff against the Browns. And they're saying As that. Teddy Bridgewater is like dragging himself to and from the podium. That's not a, a knock on true. him. It's He got hit 17 times today. Yeah, he was literally knocked around all day. Yes. 17 times. Some of that, Ryan, his fault. Some of that, the offensive line's fault. Garrett Bowles is supposed to be okay, according to Vic Fangio. He was out of the game for part of it. Calvin Anderson in. Uh, th- this as bad as it could be on offense and defense. And uh, we say, we talk about how the Broncos' defense time and time again last year was holding the teams to an acceptable uh, score despite losing. And despite bending but not breaking, past couple games this Broncos defense has completely broke. And we're in October. Remember when Aqib Tlaib a couple years ago had a business decision in game 17 and pulled up? That's week 17. It's the last game. Broncos not making the playoffs. Uh, No one likes to see it. But I think at the end of the day, we're all like, okay, little business decision from Aqib there. We get it. I don't get it at all now. Sunday, October 17th, week six, and and, and, you, and you're giving up 34 points and the offense is only scoring, what, 10 points when the game mattered? Yeah. Em- embarrassing. Embarrassing, yep. And uh, I guess what's not embarrassing is that the fans are still having a good time downstairs. It's popping. I know, it really is. Um, the post-bus crowd yep. uh, is, a, is a new thing here at the DNVR bar because, of course, you can sign up uh, for the DNVR tailgates, which... Even today was by far the best part of the day. Yeah. Um, you know, you you hop on the bus, you ride down to the tailgate. The, the bus picks you up after the game, brings you back here. You have some food, you know, uh, have a couple, have some water or whatever you may be doing. Uh, watch a little Sunday night football on your way home. And of course, you might have a Breckenridge Brew. Shout out oh, to our friends will. over at Breck Brew for supplying us with all the beers for the tailgate, the digital tailgate, and the physical tailgate, or the Mile High tailgate, as we're now calling it. Um, they're the best. Uh, I was on a Breck Lager kick today, uh, and it's just—it's yep. a great yep. beer because it's smooth, it's light, but it has a little bit of flavor, yep. you know. Or I shouldn't say a little bit; it has a lot more flavor than you get from, you know, your classic um, light beer from, you know, you know who. Oh uh, yeah. It, it was—I'm <laughs> a big fan of the Breck Lager, and you know, it's just one of many. Uh, the Strawberry Sky, the Hot Peak IPA, Vanilla Porter season is upon us. Yep. So check out our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. 
if you need to drink your sorrows away tonight. Some people say those other people's beer tastes like pee. I can guarantee you, Breckenridge Brewery does not. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> and something you also need to check out is our friends over at Chevalier Mortgage, where their ultimate goal is to take the stress out of home buying and refinancing. Guys, now's a great time to refinance. And they strive to give their borrowers options with the full financial picture in mind and with the highest level of integrity, always putting their borrowers first. And they're part of the DNVR family, Ryan. Michael and Virginia Chevalier have been part of the DNVR family, and so they will treat you with uh, that family-like respect. And on top of that, I say they look at your entire financial picture, which is so important. And Michael is a certified financial planner, meaning that he truly has all the tools to look at your entire financial picture. So check him out over at dnvrmortgage.com. And when you visit them and enter to win a free, you enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do it. And you get set up with a free consultation. So check him out over at dnvrmortgage.com or you can give him a call at 303-257-6578. That's dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS 191006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS 1910631. What else, Zach? Oh, well, Ryan, <laughs> I got to tell you guys about the tailgate, just like you were talking oh, about. Yes. It's the coolest place. And also the bar is a sweet place. We talk about how the, the bus drops people off here, Ryan, after the game. You can just drop yourself off here. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, th- hey, Thursday. You got to come by. Ryan, I think we got a little sh- special show planned. Ooh. We may be doing a little... Two-show day. Double-show day, a little pre-game show. So that means little two live show audiences, potentially? Yes. If you get down here before the game, maybe just come right after work. Come down here, get some beers before the game, some Breck beers. Come hang out upstairs. We'll do a little pre-game show. After the game, hang around. Ryan, maybe we're talking about how this season is turned around and everyone's job is saved after a huge win against the Browns. But make sure to check out the bar this week. It could be the Mayfieldless Browns. Baker Mayfield in a sling today. Mm-hmm. After a loss to my Cardinals, you know what that means. Well, congrats to your Cardinals and congrats to Vance. I Joseph. was gonna say what I. Woo. Vance Joseph, one win today. Vic Fangio zero. Broncos may be looking for a head coach after the season. And cor- okay, okay, yeah, I was waiting till wait, until stop. you stopped me. Um, but uh, you know what that means if it's Baker Mayfieldless. Uh, no, I don't. Case, Case Keenum. <laughs> oh, boy, uh, wouldn't that be something? No, it would be terrible. Yeah, I'd rather just lose to Baker Mayfield. Yeah, yeah, we were talking, okay, worst case scenario, you lose to Case Keenum, uh, and then Jalen Hurts gets hurt before that Eagles game, oh, and then Joe, Joe Flacco. Flacco comes in and beats you, and then I think Jeff Driscoll was cut by the Texans, so let's say, like, Detroit needs a backup quarterback, and they signed Jeff Driscoll later this year. I think he's been, been in the Lions organization He has before. been. That's where he shined against the Broncos, right? No, that was a Bengals, oh, I think. Bengals, yep. okay, okay. Maybe mm. Joe Burrow gets it. I'm not wishing Joe Burrow any. They look good, too. That game now looks terrible for the Broncos. You know what's uh, dope, Zach? What? Next Sunday, we just get to watch the games. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, and win some money. Yes, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Uh, all right, we have enough Super Chats to take up a whole segment. We do. So let's do that in the third segment. Boom. Um, before that, though, so we will, I promise you, we'll get to your Super Chats. Um, and I'm excited to see what you guys all have to say. Before that, I want to do a little stock report with mm. you, Zach. Um, the actual stock market. Ding, ding, ding. Doing ding. well these days, yep. I, I believe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, crypto doing well these days. That I know for sure. Um, the Broncos stock market is plummeting. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what I really want to do here is try to uncover, is there anyone whose stock is trending up? First of all, though, let's uh, let's go to play some of the hits here. Uh, Vic Fangio stock. 
down, down, down. And let me just ask you this: this is the this is the payoff. Are you buying or selling it with how low it is right now? Selling. Yeah. yeah. Just and get that's, out from that's under unfortunate. It. It's yeah. unfortunate. You know, you, you try to get anything you can now left on the return. Yes, I completely agree. Um, it, it's the the company's about to go bankrupt and fold, <laughs> yeah. you know, close their doors yeah. and have a clearance sale. So are you are you throwing his coaching staff in this as well? Or are those separate? Is there, I mean, Mike Munchak is like. So coordinators, is, yeah. Is he the only redeemable um, Zach Azani? Some people may Some say. Some people really like Zach and Zach. <laughs> yeah. um, cousin Zach, as we call him. <laughs> yeah, Zachary David. Yes. Um, <laughs> Curtis Modkins has some supporters. He he got a lot of Jumbotron time today. Did he really? And he, and he just looked like he could care Mad. less about yes. being there. <laughs> <laughs> He's got um, RBF. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, the whole staff yep. whoo, off a cliff. Um, and not, Ryan, not like, I'm not saying push them off a cliff. <laughs> I'm just saying they're stock. The uh, Vic Fangio made it clear after the game he is not making any coaching changes. Oh, he lovely. is also not making any um, changes within responsibilities, including when asked about himself. He said, no, no, no nothing's changing with his job. Nothing's changing with booth, anyone else. Bro. Yeah, seriously. And it's now, about to get cold. Yeah, there we cold, go. it's tough. <laughs> yes. Go to the booth. Yes, he, he really should. And uh, however, that answer may be different in four days from now. 96 at 99 hours from now. Zach, you've been predicting this, or I don't know if predicting is the right word. Warning. But warning us that the, if, if changes are happening this season, it I mean, it would make sense for it to happen on a mini buy mm -hmm. after a four game losing streak because no one's expecting uh, honestly i don't well they also might not have nick chubb or kareem hunt <laughs> yeah and, and if they still beat you then that's just more reason to make a move and it's it, not going to be ed donatel if it's tom mcmahon i mean come on what are you doing at that point i think i might predict the broncos to win if it's case keenum and uh i think his name is dearnest Smith? Let's no, see. No, I don't think it's his last name is Smith. It is close. Johnson. Another, Johnson. another basic name. Yep. Yeah. Um, so they also have A. Schwartz. Okay. Yeah. I, I I I might I might predict the Broncos to win that. I'll regret it probably, but I, I might do it. Either way, uh, Vic Fangio and staff stock way down. Um, Teddy Bridgewater stock. Way down. Um, you know, now we're talking about two underwhelming weeks. Whoa, whoa. I just, I just realized today's the first day, the first time in his entire career he's thrown for three touchdowns in a game. He's had multiple fours wow. and a lot of twos. First ever three touchdown game for him. Congratulations, Teddy. Yes. How's it feel to uh, be coupled with four interceptions four, or four turnovers? Three interceptions and a fumble. As you said before the game, Ryan, it's a Case Keenum game. It was Very a Case fitting. Keenum. Yeah, Case Keenum's <laughs> first ever game as a Bronco against the Seahawks. Three touchdowns, three interceptions. Broncos win. Beat Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Teddy's stock is is going way down. And I have three big takeaways. I guess I'll just roll these off right now. Three big takeaways from my seat in the stadium, which, again, I wish I could watch every game from there. Um, number one is that teams – we are officially back to that place again where teams stack the box – Give you single coverage on the outside and say, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Dare you. Yep. And you know what's crazy is they were right. Like, Teddy couldn't make those throws. The one to Sutton, man, whole different game. Yep. One throw. Yep. He, you know, I think it was Zach By who said on Twitter, in the NFL, 
That was a galaxy of separation that he had. Yep. It was a walk-in touchdown if you make the throw. Yep. Yep. Couldn't yep. make the throw. Yep. Um, later in the game, Tim Patrick uh, opened downfield uh, just asininely under. I don't even think that's a word, underthrown. Sounds good, yeah. Uh, and then he's into a jump ball situation, which he almost lost, shouldn't have lost. Um, and then he almost <laughs> pulled it out of his hand and ran it for a touchdown, which would have been crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, late in the game, Teddy just hucks one up, playing 500, intercepted. Yep. At no point did they have to question, are we doing the wrong thing here by daring Teddy Bridgewater to beat us deep? This is the first game I really thought, oh, that the, the lack of arm strength and, you know, um, just, I don't know, skill of being a good deep ball passer really... Uh, really showed really showed itself today yeah it, it really hurt and just like you said it allowed the Raiders to change their entire defense Ryan the Broncos longest pass on the day was 26 yards they had so many opportunities to stack way bigger plays on top of that the Raiders on the other hand had five different receivers have a play bigger than 26 yards that is insane Ryan it's one thing to get beat one or two times by Henry Ruggs deep uh, and also maybe you throw Darren Waller in there for, for a, a gain of 30. But it's another thing to be beat deep by Edwards for 51 yards, uh, by Kenyon Drake for 31 yards, by Josh Jacobs for, 31, for, for 29 yards. These guys are killing you in the pass game, and I just can't get over it how disappointing this Broncos pass, pass defense is. Yep. And then on, on the other side, the, the pass offense j just is not just as disappointing because it wasn't just as, just as disappointing, but the deep ball, the plays where they to be made the Raiders made them the Broncos completely fell short literally I mean Teddy was putting the balls way short here's my other big takeaway from sitting up there is um I think Justin Cernat is a a capable young player with some promise and some upside and this isn't necessarily meant to be as much of a knock on him but Josie Jewell is like sorely missed yep um it's I think that we underestimated the impact of his injury and I think honestly underrated him as a player um you know coming we've given him credit for this season but man just having a guy who you can really count on to fit the run the right way yep. is a valuable thing that walk-in touchdown that you mentioned both broncos linebackers did exactly what the raiders wanted them to yep. do and they just parted the sea and he walks in for the touchdown so um like maybe I need to apologize to Josie um, for underrating his ability. He's he, he, the Broncos need someone out there who you can just count on to be in the right place. Yep, exactly. And Alexander Johnson now dealing with the pectoral issue, which unfortunately reminds you of Josie Jewell, who has the pec tear, who's out for the rest of the season. It could be similar for Alexander Johnson, which means Andre Mintz along or no no uh parse or micah pexa along that's with... like one of our members <laughs> yes you're right micah kaiser there okay. we go oh <laughs> shout out to micah pexa, micah pexa. <laughs> i think he's the one who uh like hiked the appalachian trail yeah, I think, yeah exactly doing yes. great things and essentially they have him out there at linebacker now along with justin Stenod, but it's Wait, gonna so be who do they have out there they have micah kaiser Along, that's 43. Yep, yep, exactly. That's 43 along I feel so much with less, Justin Sternod. I was really, like, embarrassed because, you know, I wasn't quite close enough to see the backs of jerseys. So, like, as guys were coming out, I'm like, oh, Mike Boone's out there today. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, 
43? They brought back Joe Jones, uh, baby. That, that's what Henry said to me. He's like, Joe Jones still around? I'm like, no. I'm like, who is that guy? I, I don't feel guilty at all right now. No, you shouldn't feel guilty. You shouldn't feel guilty at all. But unfortunately, just it's going to be tough for those guys the rest of the season if they're the starters because they're just going to be picked on day in and day out because that was very, very exposed. Uh, and I think Alexander Johnson's last play was him getting torched by on by uh, uh, Kenyon Drake for 31 yards. Man, and the way that the Browns run the ball and block the run, yeah. because I thought the Raiders probably should have just kept running the ball, but they were having so much fun yeah. just hucking it around with Derek yeah. Carr on single coverage, yeah. just mossing you know $10 million men out there that they didn't they, they only ran it like a few times. And that we just have to go there. Ronald Darby, stock is uh, I mean is, is, Can we just go a whole secondary? Yeah, it's as low as it can be and Ryan, this is the worst stock you could have invested in because yes. you bought it really high. The chance for it getting much higher was pretty low, so it was a stupid purchase on your part if you bought it because it's tanked. It, it, it is tanked. Now, maybe it'll rise again, but I don't even know if it can rise to the level you bought it to. Not right now, you're just hoping to get something back. Yeah, I will say I would buy the stock after today. You buy it today, Because yes. it is at its lowest yeah. point. It'll yeah. never get worse than today. I, These past three weeks, Ryan, it, it's mind-blowing. Par is going it, off it right is. now. <laughs> um, I, you're right. It's been just so disappointing. And... Today, I guess, I, I'm trying to remember, I had three takeaways, on it, and one will probably come to me at some point. One of them was just, the guy, a lot of guys were in positions to make plays. Yeah, I think that's yeah. this was what my big third takeaway was, and I'm sure you guys could see this on TV. I know you could see it. The guys were in position today, yeah. and just not making them. And I, and I just kept, like, I kept saying, like, someone just make a play. What is going on here? I mean, there's almost a point where, I, th I think it was Malik Reed gets a hand on, uh... Derek Carr as he's passing the ball and like he almost if he could just get like a little more oomph on the ball it might have been a touchdown and I was just like man yeah. they're so close yeah. to making plays and no one is making them how sick are you of that though of saying the Broncos are so close to winning a game to making plays to competing I mean it gets so tiring and Ryan the difference in this game which is I mean there are a lot of differences but four turnovers for the Broncos zero takeaways Zero. And again, it wasn't the Derek Carr game plan that we've seen in years past where it was hold the ball for 1.7 seconds and throw it. And you're like, they had no chance. No, Derek Carr sitting back there drinking a cup of coffee, then hucking it 50 yards deep time and time again. Where was Vaughn Miller? Where, where was where was Malik Reed? Where was Draymond Jones, Shelby, Shelby Harris? Harris yeah. Where are these guys? And then, of course, we already talked about the secondary. Where are those guys as well? It's so disappointing. Yeah. Um, in little things like they finally bring a blitz because I didn't think they were bringing enough pressure in the yep. first half. And somehow they, that, that's the time they dial up a screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they're getting out again. They're getting out coached by guys who are just like doing like they just got this job this week. Yeah. Yeah. Richard uh, Basaccia is having a great day today. Unbelievable. I couldn't believe they called a screen on that play. I'm like, how did they know corner blitz was coming? Of all time, like yep. they haven't sent it all day. Yep. And they send it from the slot with Bryce Callahan, bloop, right over his head. Uh, and speaking of Bryce Callahan, he's been great this year. We haven't talked about him, and he still even got beat. Pat Sertan, Pat Sertan, your rookie. Now he's a talented rookie. The only guy not to get beat in the past two weeks. All right, let's see if we can find the stock that's trending up. And I, I just, I'm gonna use this one because I think fan, a fan might look at the box score and say, 
Well, you got to say this guy's stock is trending up. Noah Fant, is his stock trending up? Uh, no. I, box score-wise, yes. Nine catches on 11 targets, 97 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, you touchdown gotta, d- doesn't really count. Uh, the touchdown doesn't count. The uh, toe drag for the first touchdown he would have had, a little disappointing. Got to know where you are there. At least he like made a play on the throw. Like It wasn't an easy catch. <laughs> yeah. Something I mean, that a lot of guys weren't doing out statistically, there. Statistically, he's trending up. But in terms of his impact on the game, how much he's, he's impacting the game when the game matters, he's not, Ryan. That fourth down that they went for in the first half, which felt so out of place to me. Um yeah, and I'm a guy who says just go, just go. Exactly. So you didn't like them, uh, probably, obviously not the play call, but you didn't like them going for it either. Like I love going for it so much that I couldn't bring myself to say like don't do this. Yeah. But I did look at you know I was with Hank and his girlfriend and Allie, and I was like, this is weird. I. That's what I said. Ryan, I thought it was too desperate. And Why though? Wasn't it seven zero at that time? It was seven zero on your own thirty eight. Yeah. What are you doing? Thank God they intercepted it. Uh, seriously, yeah, it counted as a terrible punt, right? Which yeah. Bronco? Uh, we saw was, a few of those today. What was that one, dude? I um, I was bummed they didn't show the replay. I there was think a reason. It hit off of his shin. I joked by saying he kicked it with his knee, but that probably it was like. his knee or his shin. Also, like, <laughs> no, uh, you look around the NFL. And including the Raiders today, everyone's punter booms the ball. Oh, Raiders punter got a 71-yard <laughs> punt. He's nailing him My in the guy, five. Corey Bajorquez, had an 82-yard punt today. Oh, my. 82? San Diego State's punter on Saturday night had a 96-yard punt. Oh, my. What is that? Oh, my gosh. It was a boomer. Wow. From his own end zone. I don't know what those even look like. Why? Like, <sighs> Sam Martin's don't make that sound when no. he hits them. No, they don't. They don't. And, Ryan, really quick, just to circle back to my Noah Fant thing, to say that his stock is not trending up. In the first three quarters, when the game was maybe even semi-close, Noah Fant had three catches for 23 yards. Three three catches for 23 yards. Is that game-changing? No. Is that first-round tight end production? Oh, what I was going to say, the play that led to that fourth down was Noah Fant catching the ball in the open field and just, like, unable to break a tackle, unable to even fight for the like to get to a position where you can fight for the first down also know where you are catch if he caught the ball if he turned upfield right away he would have had the first down but instead either he didn't know where he was or he was trying for more yards like a big play you can't you can't fight for the big play there you got to fight for the first down get the first down you got to know the situation ryan that's poor playing that's also poor coaching i mean we just come back to that the Broncos lost this game uh, as their players. They lost as the coaches. And one of the things Justin said, Justin, or no, Vaughn said after the game, Vaughn said George Payton has done an incredible job putting talent on this team. And he pointed to the secondary, cornerbacks, defensive linemen, linebackers, outside linebackers, especially on defense, and said George Payton's done a great job. And we've just let, let, let him down and let everyone down. And I'm thinking, has he? Has George Payton done a good job? I mean, you look and you're like, wow, $10 million corner, uh, great talent here, there. Do you lose? Do you lose three straight games? If you have excellent talent, you get burned on defense three straight games. And, and so it's just, it, it's kind of a, a bad realization to me that this team just isn't as good as we thought they were. I don't think anyone we thought didn't coming even think into we were the that season. Good. Yeah. yeah, no one, but no one thought the coaching was that good coming into the season. But the coaching certainly is not living up to mild, ex- low expectations. And then the expectations for the, the talent, specifically on defense, 
they're not even close to living up to. Right, and so you start to think about George Payton's moves. Yep. Um, Kyle Fuller. It's an L. To this he's point, on the, at least. He's on the bench. Um, Kyle uh, Fuller's on the bench. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater. Meh. I think, for me, overall, I'm still happy with this play, but it's now at a, bra- at a tipping point. Yeah, it felt like the wheels came off a little bit today. But it's not Drew Lock time. I mean, if you want to salvage this season, you have to win this this Thursday. For people calling for Drew Lock, do we not re- remember? Do we forget what happened two weeks ago when Drew Lock came in and just looked? At least Teddy Bridgewater doesn't look lost out there. It's it's not yet time for Drew. It will become time for Drew if the Broncos. Maybe if the Broncos lose this week and they're three and four and literally everything's off the rails, you fire Pat Shermer, you bring a new coordinator in who will be on your staff already, then you bring in Drew Locke, okay, fine. But spare me the Drew Locke for this week. It's uh, He's not saving you this week. He's not. Uh, I, I mean, it's time. I just saw too much of it. It's time to start watching college football for it homework. Is. It is. It's time to see if someone out there is the Broncos' savior. Yep. I my answer now is no, but we'll, we'll see. I, I'll be looking we to hope. fall in love. I'm, yep. I'm ready to be hurt again. <laughs> um, by the way, speaking of George Payton moves, um, we still don't know on Justin Fields. Um, Mac Jones, you know, went toe-to-toe with D- Dak Prescott today. Yep. Um, I, I, I mean, I didn't want that, but a lot of people did. Yeah. Um, Pat Sertan, probably the best. Was he the best player in the secondary today? Oh, yeah. Yeah, without so, a doubt. Without good, a doubt. You know, that uh, they were right on that one in terms of yep. uh, their the evaluation. At least the player's good. Uh, yes. Pick probably still bad yeah. and looking so, worse as so, the weeks go on. So I guess George Payton stock will finish with that. Down. Yeah, I would down. I would say it is down. Yep. Um, but not, stinks, I'm not man. blaming him for much. No. Um, but it's down. His, his moves aren't looking fantastic right now. And what stinks the most about that is isn't he the hope, Ryan, to bring them out of this? He's the hope that pe- people don't believe that uh, people don't believe that Vic's the answer and going to turn this thing around next year and in the future. But there's hope that it's George Payton, and it just isn't aging well right now. Zach, we didn't really want to do this because we couldn't. We didn't know who was necessarily deserving of it. We do have to give a DraftKings King of the Game out, so we give it to Corlin Sutton, who I believe was good today. I thought he played good today. He should have. He should have probably nine catches for 150 yards and two touchdowns. If Teddy Bridgewater can put it on him when he's wide freaking open, just waltzing wide open. Um, I thought he was good. I thought he got, he got separation at the top of his routes. I thought he got kind of uh, screwed over on the OPI. I just That's two guys hand fighting at the top of a route. I think that happens. He just won the hand fight too much. Yeah. Um, it, anytime you extend the arm and the, the but, player kind of flops into right, it, it's going it, to be exactly, tough. Exactly. But I just mean like, you're not it's, putting a, a whole heap of blame on Right. I'm not saying, like, oh, that was a dumb move by him. They're, they're at right. the top of the route. They're yeah. both, you know, getting in yeah. there, and he just extends a little too much. And good sell job by the corner. Yeah. Uh, it, it, going into the third, fourth quarter, Ryan, he had three catches for 38 yards. That kind of just tells you where the Broncos' offense was. But he didn't quit at the end of the game. He continued deep in the fourth. And I guess props to Noah Fant as well for continuing into the fourth when the game was over. Uh, and that's when Teddy Bridgewater somehow put up 177 yards. Ryan, we're back-to-back fourth quarters 
of, of Teddy Bridgewater tearing it up. Although he did have two interceptions this game as well. Yep. All right, we'll get to all your super chats, but first. Ah, first, Brian, we got to tell the good people about our friends over at Hassle Cattle Company. We have put our stamp of approval at DNVR on the damn good burgers that they have because we have them here at the DNVR. And if you want to put your own stamp on them by bringing them into your home, which you absolutely should, I think everyone here does that. And you can, you can get more than just uh, the delicious Wagyu that you make for burgers. You can get some jerky. You can get Wagyu Frank's Beef Bacon New York Strip. You want to have a killer weekend next week. Get some bacon from Hassel Cattle Company. Some mimosas flowing. Ooh, you'll forget all about this I thought this you were going to say wrap game. the bacon around the New York Strip. Oh, now <laughs> we're talking. That sounds so good. And sounds even better when you get 10% off if you use the code DNVR10 over at HassleCattleCompany.com. That's H-A-S-S-E-L-L, CattleCompany.com. Guys, it's Sunday night. Do something good for yourself after that Broncos loss. Check out everything they have over, over at HassleCattleCompany.com and smash that code DNVR10. And any order over $200 gets you free shipping. And? And, of course, got to tell you about our delicious Strava Craft Coffee. Again, Ryan. New brunch menu here at the DNVR bar. Got the Strava Craft coffee on tap for you. So come over here, get some Hassle burgers for breakfast, get some Strava Craft coffee. And of course, if you want Strava delivered straight to your home, you can get it delivered. And you get 25% off on your very first order of Strava Craft Coffee. Just use the code DNVR25. We'll get you 25% off your Strava Craft Coffee. And, of course, after you use that code, subscribe to Strava, and you'll save 20% on every single order after that. So check them out at Strava Craft Coffee. Use that code DNVR25. Then subscribe after that. And, <laughs> and if you want to win money to buy all of these things, check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Ryan, you're making me do all the work this tonight because I had a great weekend over at DraftKings oh, Sportsbook. Cannot, uh, cannot don't worry. Relate. Don't worry. The last two weekends, I have been relating to you. Been tough. But this week, and I, because I've been burned on college football the past two weekends, I said, no, I've had enough of, of college football. Until I wake up yesterday, 10 a.m., and mm, DraftKings, DraftKings hits me with a uh, 50% profit boost on a yep. five-leg parlay. And I thought, this is the stupidest thing. I should not do it. I'm going to lose money. Instead of going five legs, I went six legs, hit it, and got all my money back in these past two weeks. Holy Huge. cow. I had, I had mine go four or five. Oh, that's killer. Yeah. That is killer. Very tough. But, Ryan, the cool thing is over at DraftKings, if you bet $1 on any game, you'll get $100 Ooh. in free bets. And so you can do crazy things like these five-game parlays. Hopefully you hit on all five of them. You can live bet right now on the Steelers-Seahawks game. Looks like Pittsburgh's up by seven. Okay. So check them out. Let me out. just tell you, the Seahawks can do absolutely nothing on offense, and the Steelers are moving the ball. So the, if you, I don't know what this, the live spread is, but... This, in my opinion, this is going to end in a blowout. But I've been wrong about everything. Thankfully, Mercury <laughs> out of retrograde tomorrow, and I'll get back on the horse. My guess is live line, Pittsburgh, 10 and a half. We'll see. I would so, take someone it. can uh, fact check me on there. But so check them out over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR when you get in there to get in on this betting $1 to win $100 in free bets over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Guys, now is the time to do it. So check out the top, top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and download it as well. They're an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700. Do I have something else? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Oh, 
and they have the ball and they're driving. Yes. A field goal and they're on top of it. It's this is gonna and be a. Blow. Let me remind you, it is Geno Smith. Yes. At quarterback. So I keep forgetting that. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Um, but I even went into the app today. I was like, oh, Steelers or uh, Seahawks is underdogs with Russ. Yeah. Get, and yeah. then I was like, yeah. wait. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a little something, something cooked up here. Uh, it's off to a good start. It's off to a good start. Okay, so fingers okay. crossed. I just, I, Seattle was five and a half point dogs. Yeah. Uh, no respect for Pittsburgh. Maybe I just can't get last week out of my head of what they did to the Broncos, but it's Geno Smith, guys. Come on. Yeah, and, and Pittsburgh, Ben looks like the same way he did against the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. Um, they got Kalen Balaj out here. So maybe reports of his death were greatly mm. uh, exaggerated. Broncos trying to revitalize everyone right now. Oh, so nice of them. Yeah, it is. Even Rich Biscacci. <laughs> Rich Bisaccia. Rich Bisaccia. That's too much. That's too much going on. Um, all right, let's get to these super chats. I know we have plenty. The people need to be heard from. Yes. This is, this I is the hear type of show them. where yep. we got to hear yep. how the people yep. feel. So yep. uh, buckle up. Oh, we're strapped in, ready to go. The first one's from Greg S. He says, all in favor of firing the coaching staff, say aye. I think oh, everyone I just, just heard said the hi. whole bar yeah. say aye. <laughs> um, yeah, Brian, changes could be coming on Friday. I, I mean, it's over. I was going to tweet at some point tonight, like, what was your favorite moment from the Vic Fangio era? Because it's over. <laughs> um, uh, it stinks. Yeah. It's just crazy that they're 3-3, three and three, one game out of the division, but that's how far this season has gone downhill. Exactly. And, like, I, I swear whenever someone tweets, like, the Broncos have X opportunity, yeah. they, they never take the opportunity. And I, I, I swear it's like the kiss of death. Yeah. Uh, Zach By tweeted before the game. I don't, his, his tweets are really populating my timeline <laughs> today. And he said, like, what an incredible opportunity in front of the Broncos. Yeah. They have a chance at home against a coachless team <laughs> to go out here and take – the lead yeah. in the AFC yeah. West, yeah. and yeah. all would yeah. be forgiven right now. How different would this pod be? We would be saying, "Hey, all is right." Bakerless, yep. Chubless, yep. whoa, uh, Kareem Huntless, vasectomy. Now we're Chubless. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is a Chubless game. <laughs> yeah, we would have been saying like, "Hey, this was, this is a, this is a chance for the Broncos to turn everything around." Are you talking Broncos- about two teams swinging with no Chubs this week? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Chubless literally game. true and honestly the broncos are playing joyless football right yeah. now yeah. um and it's sad it's sad um so yeah they had a great opportunity they always blow their great opportunities and they, they blew it in epic fashion today and they're gonna i mean th- this browns game looked like it was the hardest game of the season outside of the chiefs game now the browns are three and three ryan and what's crazy is what are the steelers they're two and three okay right now the broncos are still in the playoffs how crazy is that? Now, if the Steelers win this, I think they knock the Broncos out. But as of right now, Broncos are still in the playoffs, but it feels like everything has fallen off just because of the way it's gone. What's um, What, in your opinion, is more likely right now? Making the playoffs or getting a top 10 pick? Top 10 pick. I agree. Ryan, I, uh, we're going to have to do this later this week because it's very relevant. But you know what's a shame? A lot of things. What? A lot of things. <laughs> Outside of Detroit... Have the Broncos already played their three easiest games of the season? Yes. And they haven't been close in any other game. I wouldn't even say it's outside of Detroit. It's just it's just Detroit? I, no, I'm saying, like, they already played their three easiest games of the oh, season. Oh, and, uh, I mean, you couldn't go. Maybe they won't be favored in another game this year. Uh, probably against the Eagles tr- at home. Probably yeah. against Washington. They were four-and-a-half-point favorites today. Yep. What was uh, the money line for the Raiders? 
plus 180 or something? Probably, yep. Yep. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't win money on that. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone around here did. All right. What's next? From Jake, Mike Shanahan should have taken over at halftime. I will say, Shaney looks like uh, he's he's good. You know, he's good with a jacket on. He's retired. Yeah. And yeah. Enjoying retirement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He gave uh, maybe the shortest speech I've ever heard, and it ended with uh, time to go beat the Raiders. They didn't listen. They didn't listen to coach. They did listen to him by building the scripts today, though. Yes, I, they I, did. I How about that? We haven't given credit to Pat Shermer. How about the script? It's back, baby. And then they almost had a, rec a new record for most drives after a first drive without <laughs> scoring any points. I don't know if that's a joke or not, but. So they scored that one, and then yep. what? They didn't score again until when? Um, Fourth quarter? A touchdown or just any points? I guess they scored points again in the third, right? They did get points in the third quarter, yep with six minutes left midway through right that was the post Noah Fant field goal so they went two and a half quarters in between points yep lit it up in the fourth though pretty tight no <laughs> um what's next from Steven uh Denver Denver is the coachless staff bunch of confused idiots on the sidelines from true champ fan yeah yeah. Yeah. I, I sat next to Mace uh, in the press box, and of course, he had his binoculars and just kept looking at Rich Biscaccia and. Uh, so close. <laughs> and closer, right? It felt yes. better. And he just said, he looks like a head coach over there. And that's something once that Mace has never said about Vic on the sidelines. And you'd be hard pressed to. Yeah. God, it's poetic that Vance Joseph got a dub today. Oh, man. It's so bad. A decisive dub. Yeah. Just smoked the Browns. Yeah. Smoked them. Wasn't Vance, he calling successful challenges, too? Vance is telling someone tonight, see what I can do with the quarterback? <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, what, do you, what can you say? You want to know a nightmare scenario? That I, I guess I would point today? to the senior bowl. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, I thought a nightmare scenario. <laughs> what? Raiders need a coach after this season. Vance goes to the Raiders and becomes a ring of fame coach. It's like the it's like the uh, reverse Mike Shanahan. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Maybe the maybe the Broncos owe him some money that oh, they haven't paid him either. Right, exactly. Oh man, that would be tough. And you know what? In Vegas, it's rarely cold, so it'd rarely be tough. Oh, it's never <laughs> yeah. cold. Why'd you accept this job, Vance? It's never it's cold. Not cold. <laughs> <laughs> you went from here to Arizona to yeah, Vegas. It's looking good. He's never going back. <laughs> uh, from Carrion. Yep. Uh, maybe the players can scavenge whatever fight and motivation they have left. If these coaches get canned, they aren't behind this staff. It's so obvious. Again, with with the lack of energy, even in the stadium, and I don't blame the fans for this. I blame the the, the way that they take the field. There's no one out there, like, jumping up and down, trying to get everyone going yeah. crazy. It's yeah. so – they look like they're a team that practices with no music. Yeah, it, yeah and they don't. Oh, wait, they do. <laughs> they don't. You're right. Uh, and unfortunately, Ryan – if the Broncos make a coaching move, and let's say it is Vic Fangio, they're just going to be replaced from within. So if if the players have lost all fight for this coaching staff as a whole, then a coaching change isn't really going to help. Now, it doesn't mean don't make the coaching change, but it means who are the guys that could fire him up? On defense, Ryan, I can't think of a defensive coach that would get this team fired up in terms of being that guy. On offense, Zach Azani. But now you're turning the team and the offense over to 
a first-time coach, a guy that's never been a coordinator in the NFL, when the things are going off the rails, you just probably don't make that sort of move. You probably go the Mike Bunchaks of the world, and he's not firing this team up. So, on, I totally see where you're coming from, but you're not bringing in uh, uh, Kellen Moore the middle of this year to turn your ship around. Yeah. All right, let's get to another one here. Oh, part two. Let's hit it, on. Sutton had a good stat line, but he looks like he looks the most checked out. It's disturbing the amount of talent on this squad. Can't be squandered any longer. Yeah, and I mean, in the fourth quarters, Teddy had a bad ball. It was way underthrown deep ball. Uh, but Cortland Sutton, it hit him in the hands, uh, dropped it there. And literally, like Ryan said when we talked about king of the game, there was no one that you could look at and say they had uh, a flawless game or they were no. perfect. I mean, so we just had to go with uh, the best of the bad, and, and Cortland Sutton was that. I can't decide if Cortland is looks checked out or if he's still not fully confident in his knee. Uh, and on that deep, that long deep ball that Teddy was picked off, I think it was the second to last one. There are a lot of interceptions. I'm getting lost in them right now. But I think it was the second to last one. It was a bad ball. Teddy overthrew him. Probably still would have been an interception. But Cortland stopped running. He stopped running the route. And I don't care if you're not going to be able to catch it. Don't stop running the route. And I assume the tape of what happens after the interception won't be favorable uh, towards him because yeah, right. Allie in like the most confused tone just goes are they going to tackle him? Oh no, <laughs> oh no because like he's just running yeah, with the ball yeah. down the sidelines like it almost looked like in Madden when you're so pissed after you threw a pick you're just like you know what I want the ball back just <laughs> score <laughs> I do that on accident <laughs> you're pressing B and back B and back, B and back. Uh, next question Jay Weaver, too early to start the higher Eric oh. Bieniemy petition. I doubt that'll happen. I'll just, yeah. I'll just be honest. Yeah, I, I don't think it would either. But speaking of a guy that could bring some fire, yeah, some energy, I mean, some creativity. Yeah, they're not. Uh, yeah, they're just. They're not going to hire Eric Bieniemy. No, no, it, it it won't happen. But I would like someone along those lines in terms of offense. Yes, uh, young. Byron Leftwich. Yeah, Byron Leftwich. Yep. He's looking good. He's exciting. Kellen Moore is exciting. Yep. And Brian that, Dable is exciting. Bring in some offense, man. Give us something to, to get excited about. And that's the worst thing about this team this year and the past five years is, Ryan, they've been bad and boring. You see what just happened? Steelers touchdown. End around to the tight end. Oh! <laughs> for a touchdown. Oh, look at that. Rich Gangarello was on to something, baby. was a... Visionary. Wow. Steelers said, we're going to take that one. Speaking of, first uh, first opening drive touchdown since the Rich Gangarello era. Was wow. Today. Yep. Pat Schirmer's first one. Yeah. A lot, lot of good firsts for Pat today. And then and First then, time he's looked into this, the crowd to see a, like a 10 by 10 sign that says fire Shermer. Oh, good, good. Not even like a, a written one. Like they went to like. No. Fast signs and had this thing made. So it'll be here in two weeks if he's still yeah, here. And, and I, three weeks. I, there was it was double sided, so I assume the other side said fire Fangio. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Not a fire Donatelle. You know, Pe I don't think anyone know. hates on Ed yeah, Donatelle. It's true. It's true. Deservedly so. It's not his fault. Alright. Uh from Jacob S. Common sense would give Locke first team reps this week. No. Who am I kidding? 
there's no reps this week. Exactly, and and that's why Jacob, I see what you're saying and wanting something different. But you don't. You, that's why you're not making coaching change this week. You're not making a quarterback change this week. If anything's going to happen, it's after you lose four straight games, which would come in 92 hours, 96 hours, uh, and when you have a long weekend to to do things. And also, it may make sense to do a coordinator and quarterback change at the same time. And also, why I think a change would happen this week as opposed to the bye week. Is it the bye week? It's too late for Fangio. If they need to make a change, then they, they need to make a change of him. And now a lot of people are probably saying they need to make a change of him now. Okay, that's fine. But if he's going to try to save his job, it's by making a change on Friday. Here's what I'll tell you. The only chance that Vic Fangio gets fired in season is if they think Mike Munchak or someone else is a legitimate yeah. candidate to be the next guy. And remember, you know, John Elway liked Mike Munchak as a candidate. That doesn't necessarily mean that George Payton will like him as a candidate. Exactly. And also, just a general PSA, can we stop saying fire Elway? I'm still getting that in my mentions. We got to keep up here, folks. John Elway is not doing anything. He's playing golf. He's getting a paycheck. And, and hanging out on the sidelines, yeah. giving uh, Mike Shanahan his ring and, and yep. all that stuff. He, no more fire Elway tweets. Orange jacket? Fan of the orange jackets? A little, I don't, is this, it's a little dumb and dumber to me. I really don't like them. I just feel like they missed on the shade. They did. Yeah. It, it's too cheesy. Uh, it's too bright. It's, and I yes. love bright. I, mean, I like I'm the gonna, idea. I like the idea. Yeah. yeah. It's, Execution. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And maybe I'm just in a mood to be critical today, <laughs> but I, doesn't, in Dumb and Dumber, doesn't he wear an orange suit? Probably. I don't remember. I think he does. And yeah. it's like that exact. So, someone's gonna dunk on them yeah, for that. I yeah. just gave it to them too. Yeah. Maybe it'll be me. You know, it's like the old, it's the eight mile strategy. Right. If you do it first to yourself, it's not as bad if someone gets you. Oh <laughs> right, right. All right, what else? Uh, West Side Gun, just embarrassing. How did we get here? Uh, well, you were cursed by moving on from Peyton Man, or yes. from uh, from Tim Tebow. Yeah, that's exactly. what a lot of people believe. What's but crazy is Tim problem with that is uh, they got a Super Bowl. Right, they did get a Super Bowl, so good choice. Um, okay, here's the thing. It feels so bad and so long, and it feels like it's been forever since the Broncos were good. It's been six years, and many, many, many teams go six years without a quarterback, and they do this. Yeah. Um, so it's to me, it really is as simple as, well, there's a few things. And, and Kale and I were talking about this. Kale reminded me of this before the show. It's the four, four stages of a competent franchise. Owner, GM, coach, quarterback. Got to have those four. Right now, at best, they have one. Yeah, and you can't even evaluate that one. And I'm sure you're talking about GM. Yep. Uh, I'm comfortable with George Payton. Even though his stock is trending low, I'm still comfortable in him. We're not on the fire George train or anything like that. Uh, but even he's not like a stamp of approval where you're like, yes, he's the dude. But if you get, if you told me you can have either the best owner, the best GM, the best coach, or the best quarterback, every single time you take the best quarterback. So that's number one. You have to have that to do anything in this yeah. league, and it's why, remember, the Broncos didn't have an owner when Peyton Manning was here. Yep. He covered up for a lot of things, um, and you can make the case they didn't have a coach uh, either, so for at least part of that time. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's one of those things where 
you're going to have to get it right. Six years without a quarterback is not that long of a time, comparatively looking around the NFL. So just keep your fingers crossed that they, they get it figured out. I didn't see you didn't have the reads until right now, Ryan. <laughs> what do you what? I didn't realize you didn't have the reads until right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were just making me I do it. I just hazing you. <laughs> I literally texted Zach 12 times. Hey, can you send me the rundown? Bro, I don't have the reads. <laughs> send me the reads, dude. It's tough for everyone around here these days. It's <laughs> uh, pretty good. All right, uh, last one here. To be honest, I don't blame the players for not giving their all. I wouldn't want to risk my health and my body for a staff and an organization like this. Eh. You lost me. Yeah, you're, I, I mean, at that point, you're just putting out bad tape. Ryan, we talked about how Kyle Fuller signed a one-year deal with the Broncos this year to go get paid next year. He may honestly not even be in mean. He just may not be in the NFL next year. Yeah. Uh, and if so, it's probably on a vet men deal because he just got benched this year and so if you go out and you put poor tape on the field I don't care if you're uh, an all pro like Kyle Fuller if you're an up-and-comer uh, that's only going to hurt you so if you make that decision you're hurting the team but you're also hurting yourself yeah exactly I, everyone every player should want to go give their all for themselves and the most concerning and you're honestly thing more at, your body's more at risk if you aren't right. playing as hard as yeah. you can and the most concerning thing is this is week six Ryan and I really was hoping after three weeks into the season at 3-0, and we weren't going to be talking about the draft. We weren't going to have to watch college to scout. We were going to be watching college to make money on DraftKings. But it unfortunately really seems like now Broncos have one more chance to turn the season around this coming Thursday. And this is like, uh, you know, the lifeboat is drowning and some – fairy comes and pulls you out but hey maybe that fairy is baker mayfield nick chubb kareem hunt all being out for this game something tells me baker's just not gonna miss this one i don't because he did come back into the game now i know he's, he's wearing a sling, sling after it's a short week maybe they, I mean, they're playing the broncos throwing? like maybe they're saying maybe they say like well we can we should probably oh give him a chance here because think they about are it. three and three though you can buy him like 14 yeah. days of rest yeah they are three and three. They're three and three. Yeah, they've come back down to earth. So did they do? A, did they pull a Broncos? Three did they, and out of three. And did three? they start three and zero? Could be. Oh, uh, okay. so I, I think they went three and one, and then a little two game slide here. I was gonna say this could be the Mercury and retrograde bowl, <laughs> um, which again, you know, they're one and two during retrograde. So it's really true. So they beat. The Vikings two weeks ago, last week, they lost to the Chargers in a close one, and then today lost to the Cardinals. So, I mean, you can look at those and say they've their three losses have come to three of the best teams in the NFL. Um, before we finish up here, Zach, anything notable from the press conferences that you think is, uh, is worth talking about? Yeah, did I tell you about Von Miller? He said uh, everyone needs to look themselves in the mirror. He gave a speech after to, to the locker room and it was look at yourselves in the mirror don't point the finger at anyone else point it at yourself we need to get this turned around um vaughn said he it's a good thing that they play in 96 hours he said he wants to play now not quite sure how i feel about that i guess it's good if they win on thursday it's good to get that taste out of their mouth uh but vaughn i like that someone stepped up in the locker room and said something yeah i oh, man i'm so worried about broncos being down to their what fourth string linebacker yeah. going up against a run heavy uh, team yeah that's even, scary even if they don't have chubb you know that's a, it's it's like mike shanahan right back in the day it doesn't matter who you put in there if you execute the system and, the, and you have a good offensive line to block it then you you run the hell out of the ball i kind of worry that the browns have that sort of effect going for them so we'll see what happens i mean the broncos would would have the luxury of stacking the box if 
Case Keesum is the quarterback. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. So we'll we'll see what happens. Um, anything else? You buying this from Ronald Darby, and then we'll end on good news. Yes, good news. Ronald Darby said he just needs to finish on the ball at the end of plays. He says that's a very easy thing for him to correct, and then he'll be the cornerback that, that people expect him to be. You buy that? Uh, I get yes, yes I do. Because he 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 was there for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was uh, in the position. I thought he just needed like he went up for one hand to try to smack the ball and just missed it. Yeah. Uh, I thought he should just go up for two with two hands and yeah. intercept that. Yeah. He said he jumped too early on the one that went to rugs on uh, at the four yard line. Those things will happen. It's just those things will happen to good cornerbacks. It just stinks when you see Kyle Fuller get cooked last week. Then Ronald Darby comes in to be the savior. And he gets cooked on the very first drive. Then he cuts later in the game. It's just, it's like, ugh, everything's going wrong. Everything's going wrong. Good news. Going to end on good news? I love good news. There's a possibility Jerry Judy plays on Thursday, which is incredible. Incredibly dumb if uh, it happens. Yeah. Don't you dare play Jerry Judy on Thursday. I can't. I don't want to lose sight of what I thought of this when he got injured, and it was exactly along those lines. Do not rush Jerry Judy back. He's too valuable. And is he saving? Ryan, if Jerry Judy plays, are the Broncos winning this game? Nope. If the Broncos get smoked by the Browns without Jerry Judy, is there a chance they win that game with Jerry Judy? Nope. No, there's not. So I agree with you. But it's exciting to think he may be out there. As long as he no, doesn't get hurt. Think about this, Zach. <laughs> he either gets four more days of rest or 14 more days of rest. It's so obvious yep. what you should do here. Make sure you have the real Jerry Judy when he comes back. If he plays in that game and re-aggravates, I'm going to, I'm going to lose it. Yep. I will absolutely lose it. Yep. Yep. I agree. It, it would be a very short-sighted decision by a team that is desperate. And what do we say? Desperation. We learned in this game. Not good. George Payton, this is a test for you. You need to use your authority here to make sure that your, you know, uh, future franchise receiver is not used in a desperation move by a coach who's coaching for his job. We'll kind of get to find out George Payton's level of desperation with this, won't we? To yeah. see if, if he's feeling, he shouldn't feel on the hot seat, but a new owner coming in, not maybe he's he does feel a little bit of that. Bezos. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, bud, you going to get a winning record? Value's going down. Stock's down. So maybe Bezos is enjoying this. Yep, exactly. Um, all right. That's probably... I enjoyed this this post game more than the game. You right? know what I've really enjoyed? <laughs> Making me do the reads. You the reads. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. I could have made you do this one, though. But got to tell you about our presenting sponsor, MSU Denver. One more time. Don't worry. I'll make sure that I read up to send Ryan the reads tomorrow so that it's not just me. But, hey, that one's on me. I didn't go to MSU Denver and I maybe should have to be an up on this. But they're the new Urban Online University with learning outcomes equivalent to face-to-face -face courses, which truly, guys, is unheard of, that you can continue to live your life while getting the exact same degree, whether you're on campus or online. It's all the same to them. Their students do just as well online as they do in in-person classes, which, again, is so tough to come by. So make sure to check them out over at MSU Denver Online. I want to thank you guys all who tuned in with us today. Um... For lack of a better word, this shit sucks, but at least we have each other. Yeah, it's true. At least true. we have each other. So thank true. you guys for, uh, for hanging out, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow on the DNVR Broncos podcast.
flying cat. 